Kiora, this program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Wellington Access Radio, make your voice heard. Uh, Kiora, Wellington, you're listening to B-Side Stories on Wellington Access Radio 106.1 FM, and you're here with Henry Peach and and Laura Kewen. Kiora, Wellington. Kiora, Kiora, Laura. We have an exciting show today um, because we're talking about trees. Yeah, yeah, trees. That's pretty cool. I must. Admit, why, why are we talking about trees, though? Well, um, Henry, thank you for asking. Arbor Day is coming up. <laughs> no way. Arbor Day is June fifth. Which is? Is that correct? Yes, I'm getting a nod. Yes, from the guest. Oh, that's next week. <laughs> it no, is, yeah, it's it Monday. is next week on Monday. Yeah, so that's the day when we all have to um, be especially thankful and grateful to the trees in our lives. Why do you think we should be? I guess they, they they provide oxygen. That's quite important. Well, that's, yeah. And apparently people are happier when they see green things in their environment. Um, is that anecdotally or is that science? It's definitely anecdotal, um, <laughs> but I'm, it's probably also scientific. I, I have seen some, well, actually some dubious looking studies, but I think there's probably some robust ones as well um, that say that people's, people are happier, um, general better well-being. I feel happier walking past some green stuff on the way to work. Yeah. Do you get to walk past some green stuff? Yeah, I go through the green belt because I live in Mornington. Nice. Um, so there's a bit of greenery. And then I get to look out on the Mount Victoria one from my house. How about native trees? Do you get to pass some native trees? Uh, not really, no. It's mostly sort of big, kind of um, old, ugly-looking pine ones. But there's native trees outside my house, which I really appreciate because they bring the tuis, and that's pretty cool. Wonderful. Yeah. Because... This is this is the subject of our interview. This is my seamless transition. Oh, nice. Uh, uh, planting native trees is what this campaign called Trees That Count is all about. And Trees That Count is like this ambitious plan to plant one native tree for every New Zealander. So that's 4.7 million trees this year. And they've got a big push to plant a bunch of them on Arbor Day. Cool. And uh, we've got here in the studio Joris DeBress, who's the chairperson for this conservation organization, Project Crimson. Uh, he's worked as a community organizer, a teacher, a journalist. He's worked in trade unions. And he was New Zealand's race relations commissioner from 2002 to 2013. Uh, he's here today to talk about trees that count. So, Joris, thank you for coming into B-Side Stories. It's my pleasure. So, just give us a rundown. What is the goal of Trees That Count? Well, long term, or at least in the next 15 years, it's, um, it's to get 200 million native trees planted in New Zealand by 2030. Wow. That's the simple goal. That, include, that's, that includes organisations that are already planting trees. That could be anything from Comvita, uh, growing them for manuka honey, mm-hmm. uh, to uh, forest and bird planting uh, in reserves, to regional councils, city councils. Uh, but use, uh, the key thing we're trying to do is to make sure that we count the trees that are going into the ground and then we try and increase the number each year. Mm-hmm. So to get to that 200 million, uh, we have to up the level every year, uh, starting from one per ev- for every New Zealander this year. Yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the goal. Yeah. So, why? I mean, it's nice to know how many trees we've planted, but why is it important to count? Well, um, it's like we've got a hidden asset there. You know, we we are actually 
um, in the process of planting uh, trees, and trees absorb carbon. That's a very simple message. Uh, and we are producing a great deal more carbon than we should through our unsustainable practices. Mm. So every time we drive a car, every time we fly a plane, every time we manufacture something, every time we put cows on the land, uh, we are, are producing greenhouse gases. And so this is to try and help to meet our commitment under the Paris Agreement on climate change uh, to, um, to plant trees as one way of mitigating climate change. We have a, the general sort of response is that on the one hand, we've got to reduce emissions, and on the other hand, we've got to absorb the carbon that we do, in fact, emit. Mm -hmm. And so planting trees is a really important part of that. But actually, trees, uh, planting native trees means that um, we're not only doing it for climate change, but, but alongside that, we're doing it for biodiversity, we're doing it for clean water, we're doing it for soil stability, we're doing it for scenery. Uh, and uh, so, so we try and build the broadest possible coalition to reach this target. And if we get there, uh, then we, we, we won't actually absorb all the carbon that's been produced, but we will, we will have absorbed the increase in carbon since 1990, so the, the rate of increase. So if you, if you, that's if you plant 4.7 million trees? Well, no, no, no. It would require a lot more than that. 200 million. Yeah. 200 million by 2030. 2030, yeah. yeah. So, oh, so the, four point, the, the, the one tree for every New Zealander is just this year? It's just one step, yeah. That's, that's got to happen away. in 2017. Yeah, and then it's got to be more next year. But it sounds a lot when you say 200 million trees. You know, that is a lot of trees. Mm. Um, but if you try and break it down, at the moment it's one per New Zealander, and then it'll be two per New Zealander. And actually, 200 million trees is a little, only slightly over 40 trees per New Zealander. So it's very doable, very doable. Yeah, when you imagine every New Zealander going out just on the weekend maybe and planting a tree, that's like, boom, it could happen over Queen's birthday. Um, well, I wish, and maybe in time, yeah. I mean, you could do it. Um, our aim this year is to, is, is to use Arbor Day, to, kind of to revive Arbor Day, really, because it's kind of gone off the radar a bit. Um, it used to be very widely celebrated in New Zealand, um, way back from the 19th century when it was actually a public holiday. Um, but it's you know we, I wish it was again of course yeah. you know yeah. but, do, do you um, know what people did on Arbor Day did they go out <laughs> and plant a tree was that ah uh, they did they they had big public occasions the first one was in Greytown on the way up um, a lot of it was uh, exotic trees mm -hmm. um, and specimen trees you know beautifying their towns uh, but it switched to native trees quite early on and I know that I went to the centenary of a, an Arbor Day event in Shannon. Where they had, where in 1893, they had the uh, Maori um, rangatira and the local settlers um, planting native trees in um, in Shannon, and 100 years later they had both the, the grandson of each of those, um, the grandson of the um, uh, newspaper cool. editor and the grandson of that rangatira there to celebrate the occasion. Cool. So yeah, I, I mean now it's native trees and we want to see it kind of really become a big event again. There's quite a bit going on this year, not as much as perhaps you know in earlier years, but the stuff going down in Wellington and um, in other parts of the country as well. Mm. We talked about trees um, sequestering carbon on last week's show on B-Side Stories actually. Uh, can, can you tell us um, are native trees better at sucking up carbon than, I don't know, a pine tree? Um, 
in the short term, no. If you wanted to suck up carbon quick, you'd plant pine trees. But pine trees have a lot of disadvantages as well. One of them is that they get cut down after about 30 years. Yeah. Uh, and then you may lose it again. Um, the good thing about a native tree is that it's suited to the conditions. Um, certainly over time it will sequester more, particularly if it's one of our kind of forest giants. But, mm. but if you look at the long-term uh, effect of planting a native versus an exotic tree, then I think, um, and then look at the other benefits, you know, of, of um, biodiversity. scenery, biodiversity and so on, yeah. then, you know, the, the native tree comes out on top. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, we love those. And we've got enough pine trees already. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. Fruit trees are good, you know, I like that too. Yeah, but this is, really, this is really to try and, you know, get as many bangs for a buck as possible and native trees come up trumps on that easy. Yeah. yeah. If somebody is thinking, that sounds great, I want some more tuis outside my window, like Henry, how can they get involved in Trees That Count? Well, we've got a website. People can go to that. It's just called treesatcount.co.nz. Um, but you can you can take part in events, or you can um, you can pledge to plant a tree. I mean, we're trying to count every tree. If you plant one, if you've got a bit of room in your garden, then you can plant one. Um, then good, do that. Uh, but please register it with us so that it does count. That's why we call trees that count. We want people not just to plant trees, but to tell us they've planted them, so that we are able to to monitor how we're doing towards our target. Uh, but there are groups, like in, in Wellington, there are heaps of um, uh, groups doing community planting all around the, all around the town. Um, there's, a, there's an Arbor Day event up uh, that the council's running at um, Paikawakawa Reserve on Wednesday, because of Arbor Day being on Queen's Birthday weekend. Yeah. Um, there's, um, and that's with St Francis to Sales school kids. Um, the council's also handing out, giving away um, 100 free native trees at the um, uh, waterfront market on Sunday morning. But you're going to have to be there about 8 o'clock in the morning to do that. Yeah. So, so does trees that can't, do you guys post events? Do you guys advertise events where people can get involved? Um, or or is, it, is, it, is that happening somewhere else? We are advertising some events. We, we you know, there are... Um, on our Facebook page, we've got uh, a, a number of these events uh, where people tell us it's happening. We put it up, mm -hmm. so we, we are constantly putting stuff on our Facebook page. Um, we, we've got our aim is really to connect people, land, money, uh, and and uh, labour. You know, like in the end, we hope we'll be a bit of a, a an exchange place for these things to make these things happen. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, that's. Um, so you can volunteer, you can donate money to, so that we can get someone else to plant a tree for you. You can plant a tree and register it. You can gift a tree to somebody. Um, so, you know, it's worth checking out on the website where it kind of tells all these stories and uh, shows you what you can do. Yeah. So if, I'm, if I live in an apartment or if I... Don't plant a kauri tree yeah, okay. on your deck, no. <laughs> on your balcony. No, I wouldn't do it. But there's would, an option for me to... You could give one to your mother um, or you could oh, yeah. just uh, you could pay 10 bucks and we'll plant one for you somewhere else. Yeah. Where, um, does, it, where does it get planted? So is it somewhere I can appreciate it? Um, at the moment, we can't, we can't plant, uh, you know, do bespoke planting for everybody in a particular place. But right now... Our trees are going to a planting project at um, uh, uh, De La Salle College in Auckland. Until just recently, our, the people who gifted um, trees, the, the trees were planted at Tu Haitara Coastal Reserve, 
which is a joint um, iwi uh, council reserve uh, just north of Christchurch. There are there are places you'll see that we have supported, uh, and uh, you'll get the feel of it. I, I would hope that in time, uh, you'd be able to you know know that you'd planted in a particular place and go and see that. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, cool. Uh, okay, so y- y- you did trees that count last year as well. We we the whole thing was just a germ of an idea at the beginning of last year. Yeah. Uh, we worked with the Tyndall Foundation, who gave us some funding for it, and with Doc, um, and with um, Pure Advantage, which is a green business group, uh, to put this together. Uh, we only launched publicly on the first of November last year. So we're, we're six months old, uh, but we've got about 6,000 friends on Facebook and we've got, uh, nice. you know, we've got about 100 and something planting projects. Yeah. Uh, we've, we've got people who've volunteered, several hundred people who've already volunteered through the website. Uh, and um, we're on the way to also gaining other um, uh, business support. So we've got, the, you might see the warehouses advertising Trees Account and Arbor Day this week in papers around the country, including Don Post. Uh, we're doing some work with Shell. Uh, not Shell Z, um, and that's to me. That's a you know, it's great that people are going to be able in some way to um, to offset yeah uh, their petrol at source yeah yeah, uh, yeah. And we're working with a number of other companies um, uh, to look at ways in which they can help to build this, not just as a carbon offsetting mechanism, but as a popular movement, which will have send a strong message to say that New Zealanders care about climate change and can do something about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you, do, you, do you think that 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 alone is going to get you to the, the what is it, 200 million trees, Mark? Is there a, is there a big pathway to get there? Um, well, we've, we've kind of done our sums and we've added, we've tried to, inc- we, we've got a plan to increase the number from 4.7 by 15, 15% per year. So 4.7 plus 15% and then a new total plus 15%. It's a, it's a stretch goal, but the, but the counting is quite a big part of this because there are a lot of major planters out there, uh, the honey producers, um, the, um, the motorway builders, mm. uh, the um, uh, farming groups are, you know, are coming on stream. There's a lot of farmers who are more interested now in... Um, why, why is that? Uh, riparian planting. Partly they have to comply to, with Fonterra. So that's to stop. That's to stop leaching of nutrients and stuff into the exactly. waterways. Yep. Yeah. It's, to, it's to undo some of the damage that can come from cows. Uh, but there's, you know, there's, um, so I, I, in one sense, I mean, we, we know that there are more trees being planted than we know about, you know, like mm. we, we, that, than we've been told about. So far this year, um, I think we're up to um, over 2 million trees registered so far with us. Uh, so we're nearly, right. you know, we're not halfway there, but we're getting close. Yeah. But we know that there are several million more that that will come to us and will be counted um, when they're planted. Yeah. So at the moment, we're kind of confident we'll get there for this year, but we still need people to to join us, uh, and we want them all lined up for next year as well. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So if I if I go out and plant like seven trees on the weekend. Yeah. Um, first of all, what should I be planting, and and does that count, or do I have to be bigger than that? 
Do I have to no, do every more? tree? Every tree counts, um, but it has to be it has to meet the criteria for um, that the Ministry of um, Primary Industries has set for um, the ETS and the um, Ministry for the Environment. Which means it's got to be five, be capable of growing to five meters. So it's going to be big enough to really suck it's up some, real some pollution. Yeah, right. uh, and um, that the, you know the, the trees that that, um, that qualify for that are, are listed on our website. Are they, they recognised? Well, could you give us some examples of oh, a few? Everything from a, um, um, a kofi tree to a um, uh, manaka, mm-hmm. kanaka, um, obviously totara, kauri, if you've got a very large bit of space in your mm-hmm. right part of town. Um, you know, pretty much every um, major native, but the, the, list, the lists are there for people to look at, preferably ones that grow in this region. Mm. Yeah. Um, and what you do is you go to our, you go to our website and you um, uh, si- sign in, give yourself a password, and you um, say, I'm going to, I am going to plant seven trees. You can actually say which ones you want to plant, or you are going to plant, or you can just say I'm going to plant seven trees, and preferably where, so that we have that kind of sense. Uh, once you register them, you you turn up on our website, um, either with your name if you gave it, or if you mm. prefer not to give it. I think it comes up as saying a a good sort or a tree hugger. Or <laughs> Everyone wants to be known pledged, as a tree hugger. Yeah, has pledged cool. you know, seven trees, and that gets added to the total yeah. immediately. And that's that's pretty cool. I like the idea that you could track how many trees you're planting over your lifetime as well, because no doubt lots of New Zealanders are planting. Oh, I know, you know, tens, yeah. hundreds of trees. Well, we hope we hope to kind of um, you know we'll develop the website. We are developing it as we go along. Groups will be able to fundraise through it in due course. Farmers or landowners will be able to seek um, people who are willing to plant on their land. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, ultimately one would hope everybody would have something like a tree account and um, you know, really be able to say, and I, I think this is the key really, is that we are often doing more than we think. And the counting is about making that part of a, a visible asset. Mm. How are um, how are native trees how are native trees doing in New Zealand? Are they okay? Well, we've got we've got some challenges. Uh, we've yeah. had you, you'll know we've had challenges for a long time with uh, invasive species. Yeah, um, you know the possum and the um, the possum in particular has you know has been a bit of an enemy of the Putakawa and the Rata. Um, but you know they they munch through large amount of, amount of forests, so that's a that remains a challenge. But in a way, we sit alongside the vision for a predator-free New Zealand. So you know we work alongside that, just like we work alongside the battle for birds and the war on weeds. Um, a new challenge for us, and particularly for Project Crimson, is uh, myrtle rust. You know, this is a, 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 a disease that is the airborne disease that's just landed in New Zealand from Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are, you know, we have our fingers crossed. We, we're talking with the MPI. They're doing, you know, what they can, but we may have to. We have to see what happens in terms of that. Um, we're still, um, we're still cutting down native trees. Uh, really, we're still losing native forest, uh, according to the um, the data that I've seen. Um, and so, you know, we we need to turn things around. We need to turn things around. Yeah. And um, so the, the challenge, challenges historically have been deforestation, invasive species, uh, and that includes now kind of uh, plant diseases. Yeah. Uh, and, um, but, you know, I, I don't, that doesn't stop me wanting to keep planting. Uh, and um, I'm sure that with, the, you know, the various strategies there, um, 
you know, we can we can see an increase in native forests, and it will make it make a difference to climate change. Yeah, when uh, when natives get cut down, is that for what purpose, or why does that happen? I, I think there may still be a bit of clearing, um, but maybe just some. It's happening lost. on farmland. Or... Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure uh, what the, the reason. reasons are. Mm. I was quite surprised to see that statistic in a paper by. Um, Someone called David Hall, who wrote it for Pure Advantage, and he said that you know when they when they do the photographic sort of you know the mapping, um, they they're still seeing forest loss. Mm. Yeah, um, I, I was a bit surprised by that, and I hope that it does carry on. Yeah, uh, there just seems there seem to be so many good arguments for uh, for turning that round. And why did you um, choose your? You've had. Um, uh, a big background working in different areas and involved in multicultural New Zealand race relations commissioner, and now you're working on trees. <laughs> what drew you to work on trees? Well, actually, I always had a secret liking for the bush and for trees. Yeah. Um, I, I did actually spend nine years working for the for the Department of Conservation as well. Mm. I, I was I was head of industrial relations in the PSA, and then I. Um, I moved to a job as um, it, it became the general manager of external relations, that's with, you know, working with communities in DOC for nine years, and that's when I moved on to um, to to, um, to my job as race relations commissioner. Mm-hmm. But really, they're all they're, they've all been about similar things. They've been about facilitating the community, uh, supporting community initiatives, um, mediation. Um, uh, conflict resolution and is there a lot uh, of know, conflict in trees? I guess there's a lot of conflict in trees. Mm. Uh, I was stunned when I went to conservation how much conflict there is around conservation. It's about people who want to preserve things, people who want to use them, people who want to mine them, people who want to mm. not mine them. Uh, you have land users versus you know preservers and uh, Maori versus the crown and um, and and yes. There's some conflict around trees as well, but I have to say that that if the, if the, this project trees that count is, um, and it, and the, the coalition that it's trying to build right across the spectrum of society, I I can't find a lot of people who don't want to see more native bush, native trees in New Zealand. Um, they you know we really embrace everything from the cons- you know the preservationist. The devoted lifetime um, worker for forest and bird, uh, to people at the other end who may be interested in ultimately in sustainable indigenous forestry, uh, and everybody in between, and and so, I mean, even that um, project that we have down in Christchurch that I talked about, that is treaty settlement land from the Naitahu Treaty Settlement. Mm-hmm. It's become a um, it, that Naito gifted it back to to the people of New Zealand. It's jointly managed by the uh, Waimakariri District Council and the uh, local Naitahu Runanga. Um, when they had their planting day, they had it on Anzac Day. They involved uh, the student volunteer army. Uh, they had people from the you know who are veterans. They had um, the Christchurch Multicultural Council there. So this, in a way, you know, around trees you can build a whole community, and and I thought that so in a sense for me it's business as usual. Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, amazing. Yeah, it is about communities and it's it's as much it's as much a social activity as it is an environmental activity 
giving people spaces that they um, that they can use and that they can go to, and everyone sort of appreciates those green spaces we have in our lives. Yeah, and I think there's a place, you know, what we do as well is we're not just about, you know, more trees and more national parks um, or more reserves out in the country somewhere. And we are about urban forestry as well, you know, and and I think that, it, that you know, the, where you see suburbs or, you know, community spaces where there are um, trees, that does tend to make for a greater sense of community. Is, is there much opportunity in the cities, though? Because obviously land is scarce and we have a housing crisis. And there's, in Wellington, there's already quite a lot of trees. Wellington City Council does an awesome job. Yeah. Uh, they they um, produce trees, every grow trees in the nursery at Bearport every year. They give them to community groups who, um, who plant them in reserves all around Wellington. Mm. Uh, and you'd be surprised how many of these are just little pockets, you know. Um, but then on top of that, they're doing roadside kind of planting, uh, and um, they're still planting on the on the um, in the town belt. And as the um, the moldy old pines uh, <laughs> you know, run out of time, uh, they are replacing with native trees. Cool. So I think you know, yeah, if people want to do something in their own little community in Wellington, they go to the council and they say. Can we have some of your plants? And, and as long as they are doing the right thing with them, you know, mm. they've got a plan, they've got yeah. a place, and they've got people to do it, cool. and they promise to keep looking after them, then then they get free trees. That's cool. very cool. You know, that could that could brighten up your walk to work, Henry. It could, yeah, it could, yeah. Set organized do that in all sorts of little spaces in Wellington. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess the challenge is that is that is getting the people, isn't it, and the organization and the land. Um, because well, as council, much as people want it. The has quite a bit of you know, bit, bits and pieces of land or where they're happy to see more trees planted. The, it's a Rotary Club of Wellington and Conservation Volunteers New Zealand are doing the planting on um, Mount Victoria. They call it the forest in the heart of a city. Cool. And that's one of the, you know, that's registered with us. So they're planting several thousand trees this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's, little, you know, there's lots of little ones. I mean, I get, we get them on our website. They're like, you know, such and such a street planters or... Uh, so it's yeah. like neighbours getting together and yeah. saying, yeah. we're going to plant some trees here. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, they can stick them in the garden, you know. Yeah. So <laughs> is Trees That Count the main project of Project Crimson? Uh, is it the main focus is that of, of that organisation? It is now uh, because yeah. this is getting getting pretty big, you know. <laughs> um, and uh, we, you know, we're getting good support. So that's our, it's probably it's certainly our biggest project. Uh, but we also do an annual round of... Um, something called Tremendous School Makeovers, uh, and that's we get, have a competition with the Mazda Foundation uh, who fund it, and we ask schools to draw up plans to create a, a, you know, a, an outdoor learning space, an outdoor classroom, uh, and some native um, plants, a little, small you know, little area of native bush mm-hmm. on their school grounds. Uh, they, they do a design, uh, Four or five schools a year get $10,000 to bring that into reality. Neat. And um, Wellington has uh, Houghton Valley School this year. It's um, one of the ones that is that won it last year. So they'll be having their school makeover soon. And then we are still the um, the go-to organisation for, for Crimson, what we call Crimson Trees. So mm-hmm. Putakawa and Rata. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we also provide trees um, to community groups, Rata Trees in Wellington, the Carver trees further north. Yeah.
those are our three projects. Yeah, fantastic. I think, yeah, it's it's fabulous. Um, I will love to see more natives coming up in my city, in the wild spaces that I go to, and then see them filled with um, my favorite native birds as well. Uh, I, I love the idea. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. So thanks, Joris. Thank you very much for coming into the studio to talk to us about Trees That Count. My pleasure.